0: It's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. I just think technology is awesome. Good advice for anyone who is looking for a laptop with all the latest news and information about technology. Now that, that's the guy. It's so hard to take a bad photo now with these cameras. I think really? that stuff is just brilliant. It is something that people really need to look at. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Haven't we got the best jobs in the world? We have. <laughs> we absolutely have the best job With <laughs> Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. I love talking technology. And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au.
1: Do you really need a 10 megapixel camera to take those images? I'd say not. Two Blokes Talking tech Embrace those little ideas there. Have a look around and, and ask questions. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And thank you very much for listening. Downloading wherever you are. It's great to have your company for episode two, week two of Two Blokes Talking Tech. Uh, available at twoblokestalkingtech.com. And on iTunes, just search for Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stack to get through today. A uh, very special uh, second episode. There's a few great gadgets out there, but the number one thing happening in technology this week is the iPad 2. And Stephen Fennec. Uh, is in San Francisco for the big launch so we'll talk about that first up Two Blokes Talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fenick Well
0: hello Trevor from Drizzly San Francisco Drizzly uh, just got back from the iPad 2 event
1: Listen I don't want to hear uh boring weather reports mate you're in you're in San Francisco for the launch of Yet another magical device. So, no, no complaining about the weather, mate.
0: No, no, no complaints here. I'm uh, very happy to be here. Uh, I've got to say, the event was was quite a surprise. Now, we all, well, the surprise was that Steve Jobs actually came out on stage to give the keynote. Now, as we all know, he's been on medical leave, and he was uh, not many people thought he would actually make the the mm. keynote. But when he walked on stage. It was like being at, at the grand final. All the all the applause that rang out. Everyone gave him a standing ovation, and he got down to business and said, "Look, I've got a great, we've got some great things to show, and I want to be the one to show it to you." So, uh, do
1: you reckon that's? Um, I mean, obviously he's he's well enough, so that's a good thing. But do you yeah. think that's uh, partly a strategy from them to make sure they get the publicity out of it, and also it's probably a message for shareholders too? I would have thought. I mean, that's a big company. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I think you got all of that right, Trev. Um, yeah, I think it, it was good. Look. From a personal perspective, I was, I was happy to see the guy. I'm glad he's feeling good enough, well enough to do this because mm. no one does a keynote like Steve Jobs. And no one does a keynote like right, Apple. Shareholders and it- would, be, would be very excited to see him on his feet and, and presenting uh, a, a brand new Apple product. And this would have made the news anyway. It probably has already made the news. But yep. having Steve Jobs there to do it is a news item in itself.
1: Having, um, before we quickly talk about the product, how does he look? How does Steve Jobs well, look? He still
0: looks quite quite
1: thin, and but but no
0: worse than he did a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he actually would look quite energetic during his presentation, and, and had the same same kind of energy, and delivered delivered the, the keynote as well as he's ever done.
1: So, all right. Um, they did a bit of an overview. Let me talk about, firstly, the things I saw before the product, and you can talk us through the product. A couple of okay. stunning things. Um, firstly, he mentioned Samsung, and he mentioned uh, Android Cunnycomb, and they, he kind of made a point of suggesting that they weren't doing so well because Samsung had only, only shipped a couple of million units, and they put up a number to say they had shipped 15 million iPads Brilliant. in nine months.
0: That's right, and, and yeah, that's you hit the nail on the head. It's only that's in nine months. Don't forget it was released in April, hmm. so that's that's pretty good. That that. Uh that they can do that uh, in 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 such a short time, and sixty five thousand that's made them nine point five billion dollars as well. There's a handy extra yeah, extra they're... to put on into in, in the coffers there.
1: They're struggling. They're struggling. Sixty five thousand <laughs> apps, and and the key there was he then put up a slide showing that Honeycomb, which is a bit of a slight because Honeycomb is only brand new, only has a hundred apps, but Honeycomb's what the Motorola Zoom runs on, isn't it?
0: That's right yeah and and he he did he did actually make a bit of a joke with uh well, comparing all the other tablets and and he said that there's going to be a lot of tablet competition this year and that led then him to introduce the iPad 2 he sort of said well we've got a product that's going to be as competitive as anything else you know that they've ever done and that led him that was the segue to the iPad 2 which is I'll take the same segue and uh, let you know that the as expected, I think there was a lot of rumours floating about about the product, and I wrote a story on my website just looking through the rumours and, and how likely and unlikely they were, and I think yep. I nailed it. I think everyone. you nailed it, mate.
1: I was, was talking to Paul Murray on Two 2UE yesterday afternoon, and I, you know, I, I actually don't think this was a hard one to pick. I think the, the thing that stands out for me most uh, is the thickness. But let's not – why don't you run us through the iPad 2 first and foremost, in your eyes, what you saw today.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Well, the, for a start, well, it's the thinner i i had to play with it in in the hands on area and it's noticeably thinner mm-hmm. you know, that that little the, the curve on the around around the edges has has gone it's a lot it's got a lot of it's a flatter uh rear panel on it now mm-hmm. uh and even the sleep button and and the headphone uh jack are on the on the curve of the back of the product now mm-hmm. rather than right on the top of there's no top edge anymore yep uh and the yeah, you know, it's thinner it's thinner than the iPhone four, they're saying. It, it's thinner one third thinner than the, thinner so than it's, the it's iPad. Eight, it's eight point it's eight point eight millimeters thick.
1: Which when you Which, consider the Samsung Galaxy is a thick little thing, uh, it's this is yeah. this is where they're setting their mark in the sand. They're saying, hang on a minute, we're engineering yeah. a product that is ridiculously well designed, ridiculously thin, and getting all this power out of it, and you guys are pumping out old chunkers.
0: Well, that was a point they made, too. Apart from it being 33% thinner, it's now got the dual-core A5 processor, which I think we predicted Apple make their own silicon now, the A5 processor. So it's twice as fast just in general operation, but they've also – it's got a graphics – the graphics on the device have been accelerated up to nine times. So your video is going to be a lot smoother and everything's going to play out. The photo's going to look a bit better. Uh, but on the weight Now I know the weight Was a concern of yours Trev I yep. don't know how I don't know whether You're just a weakling And can't hold The original iPad But <laughs> it, is, it is lighter It's .58 kilos Down from .68 kilos So, so it's 100 grams
1: <laughs> It's not going to make a difference
0: well it, it it I didn't notice the difference in the weight, but I did notice the difference in the thickness uh that that was a quite obvious one
1: I'm just but, saying to you oh, mate when you when you're lying in bed and you're holding it in one hand, trying to just read a read something and I don't read books but reading a page or whatever it's yeah. it's a two handed holding device and that's I, don't, I think that's one of its biggest. Negatives, and it's probably one of the only
0: ones. Uh, I, I disagree. I, I think you just need to hit the gym more, mate. I think you just need to do <laughs> some more arms in the gym. You keep hinting at that. <laughs> but anyway, that's up to you. But um, I, I think uh, I, I had, I, like I said, I had to play around with the product and uh, the front-facing camera, which we everyone predicted and they delivered, and the rear camera, which you thought was going to be stupid, hmm, but I still do. As I said, as I said, the rear camera can take photos and videos, but it's also handy for your FaceTime call, so you can show. Whoever you're talking to, what you're looking at, so you can switch to the rear camera to show your kids playing or the scenery in front of you, of whatever you, you, you're doing with it. Mm. But um, the the FaceTime, I think it's a great addition to the to the device because you, you can now make calls between iPhone fours, iPod Touch fourth generations, and the uh, and Mac computers. Uh, you can, it's obviously the Skype are going to find out a way to use it for Skype calls, video mm. calls. So I think. That was a feature that really that everyone commented was missing off the first one. But yep. as, as Apple is prone to do, they gave themselves a, a path of progression with the features, in, and we saw the camera in the new one.
1: They've, they've thrown a gyroscope in that was very, very, very light mentioned, but Rowscope it was it was is in there too. The iPhone four
0: also had that. But you know what else is really cool as well? That, that this new smart cover.
1: That is pretty awesome. It'll, I've got to say, because yeah. they did it get canned heavily for their original cover. It was crap.
0: Well, the original cover was a bit. It was it was a bit bulky, and it, it what what I didn't like about it, it was that it it hid the device. It right. actually like the device. The original iPad looked
1: really nice. It's a very good point, and it it, it also way. got very dirty. And so, what this cover does is it doesn't cover the back of the device. So we're we're hoping that we don't get too many scratches. But it magnetically clips on like magically. Let's not kid ourselves.
0: And it, it, I've tried it. <laughs> clips on and off nicely really precisely there's no two ways about it you can only clip it on one way the magnets attach quite well and the cover then covers the 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 smart cover's got a like a soft finish on the inside that covers the screen Mm. but what's good about it is that it also has little magnets that holds it into place but those magnets also help detect when the cover is lifted off and the the second you lift off the cover it wakes it from sleep, so you don't have to slide to unlock. It automatically wakes it up.
1: Oh, so you don't even have to unslide? No.
0: It just opens it straight up, wakes it up from sleep, and then when you replace the cover, you don't have to lock it either. It just puts it to sleep as well.
1: See, I like the idea of it automatically powering on, but if it does, if you don't have to actually slide, that's nope. wow, that's It'll cool too. Straight
0: away. Well, I tried it several times. I put it on and off, and the cover can also be folded back on itself, so yeah. it can raise it. So you can have it at an angle to type on and then you can turn it around so that you can have it at a steeper angle to watch your videos and whatever you want to look at. Mm. So I think it's a a smart and, and what it doesn't do is it doesn't cover up the whole product. So you can actually still enjoy the look and feel of the iPad. Without covering the thing Which is what the original cover did
1: And they've rolled it out in a stack of colours So it's got uh, got some hipster nature to it People will love yeah. it, they'll use it, it that, You know, They've nailed that again And that's a real challenge for the Belkins and the Targuses of the world Because they're trying to come up with covers And here's Apple just so, nailing it But I think yeah. there's still a market for the executive cover The really protective cover and that kind of oh, stuff so
0: too. Absolutely there is But you, you mentioned colours, the iPad's available in white as well this time Black and red. From white. day one yeah.
1: he made a very good point of saying
0: Yes, we we were we were we're still waiting for the white iPhone four, which mm. was which was shown a year, you know, nearly a year ago. And I actually, I, I had at the launch last year, they had one there that looked really good. But they have they've had various problems trying to get the paintwork right. But he did make a point, as you said, he made a point to say that from launch the white iPad will be there alongside the black one.
1: Now, the the processor, they say, is kind of a couple of times faster and nine times faster graphics. I've always found the iPad to be a remarkably quick device, uh, especially in terms of the responsiveness of the screen and, and usability. Do, do you notice it just in general flicking around the menus or do you think it's not going to be until you get into applications and big games and things that we're going to see that processor?
0: I think the apps are what are really going to drive it. Just general operation, it was just slightly faster. Mm. You can't really detect how quick it was. It, it, it was a little bit zippier, you could see, um, but uh, the, I think you're right. The graphics is really going to then it's going to give the graphics showcase the graphics a lot better the, the speed of the processor and the graphics processor is going to help but there were things that they mentioned that that are going to stay the same and one of the things that was going to stay the same which was good in the first place is the battery life
1: and this is somewhere where i'd admit i got it wrong because i assumed they'd come out saying it was a better battery life but what they've done is they've they've created a smaller thinner sleeker faster device and they've said well And it's got the same battery life, not worse. So in in essence, I'm right because it is better battery life for a a device of that nature. But, um, you know, it's 10 hours plus all the standby. It's it's an amazing battery device compared to almost anything else in the market, I reckon.
0: Absolutely. And also they unveiled a couple of apps that can now run, Apple apps that can run on the iPad, which which is iMovie. Very impressive interface. Really
1: sleek. I just think that is the game changer, to be honest. um, Because iMovie on the iPhone 4 is great. It's fun. It's easy to use. But think of this one.
0: Think of that on steroids.
1: Because I I had to play
0: with it. So there's more themes, faster, you know, the apps faster, uh, more transitions. It's really, really. It's got like. Few, really precise editing on this. That, like as Steve Jobs said, I think mean, he said, "This isn't a toy. This is an editor."
1: Yeah, he said you could make a movie on this thing. And then the other one was GarageBand, which is a big app or software on the on the Mac. And so they're bringing that to the um, to the iPad. And the demo I saw of it on a video, you know, strumming a guitar and seeing the g- guitar strings uh, move. And oh, That's I mean, it looks it looks impressive.
0: It was a good demo, and, and they did they did uh, show the fact that. You've got to remember there's an accelerometer on board. Mm. Now, what the accelerometer does with GarageBand is detect how hard the user touches the screen. So if you're playing an instrument, say you're hitting the keys on the piano, for example, if you lightly tap the screen, the response from the app is going to be a light response. But if you give the screen a bit of a tap, it's going to transfer translate that to a harder press of the key. I mean, how sensitive, how well. sensitive so must that
1: accelerometer be? It's just ra- amazing, isn't it? It is brilliant,
0: and now with the gyroscope as well. So not only will, will you know whether it's in landscape or portrait, it'll also know what angle it's at. So the, the range of apps now just opens up completely. That, that 65,000 uh, number we saw that it, Steve Jobs quoted of the number of apps mm. for iPad is going to increase now with all of these extra features available.
1: Now, so faster, thinner, um, more colourful uh, with the black well, and white, uh, the camera... Uh, these are the. That's the key to it. Um, now, another thing. Another thing yep. that's staying the
0: same, Treve. We should mention hmm. up front. I think is the price.
1: That, and that's that's. This is crucial. Available March 11 in the US. March 25 in Australia. We haven't got Australian pricing yet, but in America, it's staying the exact same price, which is, uh, is. massive considering is. the the leaps and bounds the devices had. Uh, in Australia, my current prediction is, is simply that it will either be the same or less because I think there is an advantage here that Apple could take to say the exchange rate has consistently been this way da 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 and we could you know 6 629 was the original price of the 16 gig Wi-Fi I I'd like to see them come in at 609 or even 599 would be amazing they get under
0: five if they can get it in at 599. Mm. They can't. They won't be able to make them fast enough.
1: No, and, and and nothing else will compete because this is the this is the crazy thing I've said several times. Apple are are price leaders here. Okay, they're normally the guys that are expensive. The Samsung, the Motorola, they're all expensive comparatively.
0: Exactly. And, and Steve Jobs actually made a point of that. He he did show the slide on the screen during the keynote to say that five out of six of the devices, the iPad, the US pricing mm. is under seven ninety nine.
1: It's amazing. Uh, that's pretty good,
0: but uh, yeah, I, I I think too. I just checked on the store, the Apple store in Australia.
1: Oh, this is the big news, mate! This the to me is the news. iPad has been slashed. The original iPad prices have been slashed. A hundred and eighty dollars cheaper for the sixteen gig Wi-Fi model. It's now only four forty nine. And $210 cheaper for the 64-gig 3G Wi-Fi for 839 It was a It was 1049 originally. Now, I'm telling you, the iPad 2 is great. I, I think it's wonderful. But if you don't have an iPad and you want to get into the iPad game, just go and get one now. Absolutely. I, I just think that price is staggering. I,
0: it I, is. I, it's very impressive. And obviously, they want to clear the stock, clear the decks before the new inventory arrives. And... Uh, so I think that well, you're right. If if if, you, if, you, if the camera, the front-facing camera, which is probably the biggest difference, isn't really what you're what you're into, mm. then I'd get one today, an yep. iPad today.
1: I think that's the recommendation from the both of us, uh, mate. It's it was an amazing launch, um, and and it kind of met most expectations. Some it's funny how people whinge about there not being you know just one more thing and all that kind of stuff. Bottom line, it's a pretty remarkable launch. Uh, I look forward to seeing what other people try and bring to market to compete i don't think they can though do you
0: i don't think so i i think uh, they're gonna they're going to see a lot of tablets and everyone thought that they were going to offer these features that that apple's ipad didn't have originally namely the camera now the camera's there plus these other features uh and i think they're going to just extend the lead once again two
1: blokes talking tech you're listening to two blokes talking tech with Trevor Long and now, mate, a month or two ago, uh, Jerry Harvey came out and started whinging with a whole bunch of other retailers about GST being not being charged on overseas purchases and, you know, there was threats that they were going to launch overseas stores and Maya announced that they were going to launch an overseas store. Kogan, Ruslan Kogan, came out and said, won't happen, it's a bluff. If they do, I will link to them from my website. Well, this week, Ruslan Kogan blogged on his website that there's a new website called MyFind. Uh, from Maya. Have you had a look, mate?
0: I had, yeah. I actually wrote about it the other day. It's an interesting interesting one. Now, Bernie Brooks, the, guy, the Maya CEO, has also been pretty vocal. Uh, it's funny how big, big these big department stores, especially since the dollar became so strong, which yep. forced a lot of people to buy online, they started hurting a little bit, I think. And but what it did though to me, when Jerry Harvey was sort of whinging about the fact you can buy a thousand dollar products online GST free, mm. what it did for me, it actually alerted me to the fact I didn't know that. No, so thanks for that, Jerry. <laughs> a lot of people were in the same boat. I think they they didn't realise that, and. The minute that they heard it, they hopped straight online and probably sales increased dramatically.
1: Now, it's myfind.com. It's a very, uh, well, I'd call it a clean website. It's very simplistic. There's simple, simple categories. Under electrical and computers, There, like when I looked, there was only two computers. There still is. Um, it's I would never buy a computer from here because it doesn't give me enough information. It, here's what it says. Oh, actually, they've updated it. When I looked, it just said Intel Core processor. It didn't say Core i3. And I'm like, well, I'm not buying that. I don't know if it's a Core i3 or i5. So they've upgraded that a little bit. Um, they've got homewares, kitchen items, but really, there's there'd be a grand total of hundred items there. And you yeah, know, there's I- not many
0: there. You're right. I think it was. It's a bit of a soft launch. I think. I, I think he knew that there was a deadline. I think the Russell and Kogan challenged him to say that if he didn't have it up within three months, I think he made it by a day. So I think there was a bit of a rush to market with that one, just to get it on there, and to, to prove that they were that they were, you know, behind their backing their own claims and their own words. But no, I think over over time we're going to see a lot more products. There aren't many there to begin with. I think it's going to be a week to week proposition, yeah. Where they can just bring you those those products at very very impressive prices.
1: Well, upon dispatch from our warehouse in Hong Kong, uh, express delivery is three to five days. It's a flat fee of ten dollars for orders. Uh, well, that was until yesterday. So great website, people. It's uh, it's the third of March, and you've only got details of shipping until the second. So you must be doing really well. Um, the, the thing is, I don't know what shipping is going to cost generally. I don't know how many people are buying pots and pans on the internet, I've got to be honest. Um, I'm not sure they've nailed the product range.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think they've got to offer, first of all, you've got to remember that these products have to be shipped. So if it's going to cost you the same amount of money to buy a product on the online and then pay for shipping, if that, that sum of money adds up to the similar price you can get from a physical store, mm-hmm. then guess what people are going to do? They're going to go to the physical store. I know I will.
1: I mean, so, th- there's jeans true, on here. Uh, uh, I don't know. Oh, seriously, I'm not buying jeans online. I got to, I got to try, try them on. That you know, they're two and three hundred dollars. They're obviously you know special, you know, ladi da yeah. brands and I mean, things. That
0: myself, yeah, they're quite expensive, aren't they? The jeans yeah. they had like religion. I like, true religion, I think, is a brand they had. on there. they were quite expensive. Two hundred and fifty-five bucks. Wow. Imagine if how much that would cost normally then, Trev.
1: Well, hang on. Here we go. I, I mean, I, I wear a business shirt every day to my day job, right? So I clicked on business shirts here. Forty-nine dollars Australian for business shirts. You know, Glowweave is the brand. Uh, mate, I go to Meyer at Hornsby, and I get business shirts for 59 maybe even $49 when they're on sale. I don't understand. The, 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 the
0: mid-year sales, or you get, isn't that when you stock up on business shirts, Trev? You normally get a good price, don't you? Who, I, that's what I do myself. This is
1: just... I mean, I think they've lo- lost the plot there. So anyway, I don't think it's going to have a huge impact. I think it was probably purely a PR thing, but I think Rosalind Cogan's got more PR out of it than than Meyer have.
0: <laughs> I think so, too. I think he's very... Very shrewd little exercise, that one on there, part.
1: MyFind.com if people want to check it out. Two
0: Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with
1: Trevor Long and Stephen Fenwick.
0: Now, I had a, a look at an interesting product the other day. I reviewed the, uh, the new Uniden Door Watch, which is a, a home video intercom system. Which is a wireless system. Now, a lot of people, when they're building a new home, they normally—that's a feature that you can add at the construction stage. You can put, run the cables from the front door all the way back to your kitchen or wherever you want to place the monitor. But if you—if your house is already built, this product is is quite quite handy because it is a wireless system. So it's simply a matter of attaching the camera at the front door mm-hmm. and then mounting or, or putting your monitor in a, in a comfortable position wherever you have, in your home that you want to and pairing the two devices and you're away. Now, let me Simple be... That. Let me, no, digging out the walls, drilling, you know, dr- cutting, snaking cables through the walls... It's a really nice plug-and-play system.
1: It's three hundred bucks. The only my first thought is: is it a secure wireless? Because uh, there's a lot of you know people that aren't, that are concerned about people being able to you know plug into your wireless. But in the end, it's the front door of the house. Who would care? It's not like well, you're monitoring I think, your baby. Yeah.
0: I, I think that they can talk to each other just in the same way that uh, a, a, a phone, like a cordless phone, talks to the base station. Yeah. That kind of signal setup, and the the, the front door camera. What I liked about it, apart from the ease of installation, was the fact that you can record the visitors at your front door. So say you're, you're out for the day, you yeah. can then look on the monitor and play back oh. off an SD card yes. all the people who've rung your front door that day.
1: Well, that makes some sense. That's I handy. Like that. So
0: if, if, if someone, a delivery driver or someone says, oh, look, I came and knocked on your door at 10.30, and you can actually check the, the SD card, the memory, and see whether that's actually the fact. Uh, that's handy too, but it can also be used... You can actually record up to ten minutes out of out of the camera. So say you're something suspicious at the front door, or you heard something, some noises. You can actually record. So if there is, you do want to capture what's happening outside your home or at your front door. You can. Yeah. That was another handy feature. But I I think you know for people who want to retrofit this kind of product, up until now it was it was pretty it was a hard exercise with a uh, you know cutting open your walls, snaking the cable. You'd need an electrician to come and do that for you or a specialist to do yeah, it it's a nightmare. with this i like, mean i 'm not the most hand the handiest guy in the world. I actually did this myself, including mounting it drilling the four holes at my front door and on my wall at home, so like i said i 'm not the handiest person in the world, but even I could do it.
1: Nice one. and In a, uh, a product without notice, uh, I did see, because it just got me thinking, I saw Philips, uh, who have the brand Avent, which is kind of baby bottles and things like that, uh, launched a digital baby monitor, which is 100% private connection because you, I've seen plenty of you know current affair and today, tonight, style stories where people have got video baby monitors and some guy can walk down the side of your house and you know use a receiver to, to um, inter- inter- in, not interfere but um, actually receive the vision and see what's happening yeah. inside the house. Well, this is a 100% private connection, so... Little little device again, two hundred and seventy bucks, but a little baby monitor. So you can stick it on the baby cot and uh, and anywhere in the house you can actually see the baby. Uh, it's got night vision and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of um, it's a great. really simplistic thing that's going on now with these really easy to set up, easy to configure monitoring systems. Um, I just I think they're simple and great.
0: And you, can, you can trial it, a real life trial, Trev, with your kids, can't you? You're going to use this one?
1: Absolutely, or? I'm going to get one and I'm going to check it out, mate. I will let you know how it goes. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Finnick. Now, mate, I take pretty much any opportunity to go to Google headquarters in Sydney uh, just because it's a cool place to go. Uh, I went there a couple... Uh, I think it was a week and a half ago now. They, they wanted to talk about some new stuff happening with Google Apps. Now I've got Google Apps. It's the way I use my mail. I pay fifty bucks a year for it. I get gigabytes and twenty-five gigabytes and all this sort of stuff. But here's the thing: I've been involved in in companies that are deciding to go Google or Microsoft with their solution, and it's very hard to convince people to go Google because they like using Microsoft Word. It's very simple. So Google announced this week or last week a, a product called Google Cloud Connect, which is a free download, and it, and it installs as a as a plug-in to Microsoft Word, Excel, and PowerPoint on, on PCs. It doesn't work on Macs yet, but that's a whole other story. So basically, Office 2003, 2007, 2010. When you launch Microsoft Word, a little, a bar comes up under the kind of ribbon, which, you know, says Google Connect, and you put in your username and password just once, and then from then on it remembers it. And, and what happens is when you save the document, you just save it on your local hard drive, it also pushes it up to your cloud. So it pushes it up to your Google Apps, uh, storage space. And then, no matter where you are, you can you know open it up again uh, and also you can share it with other people so if you and i were to share a, a document in microsoft word through google cloud connect when you make changes those changes appear in my document and vice versa yeah. not in real time but once yeah. they're synchronized in it and it looks at conflicts and things like that i'm telling you this is a this it doesn't look like much right now but this is a thing that will help google penetrate the business market heavily because it will get people to understand well, how the collaborative thing works
0: I think that's right. The cloud is, is, I think this is going to be the year of the cloud, and, and I think we mentioned in a previous podcast, we're talking about this is online storage, not the fluffy white things that float above our head. Um, and <laughs> the, there are other services similar to what you're talking about. I think uh, Dropbox is a good one that I yes, use. Yes, I, I use I, as well. I share files with Dropbox, uh, which can be accessed files on your, on your iPhone, on your, ma- on your computer, wherever you want to be. But I think... This what you're talking about with Google Cloud Connect is just the fact that Google are doing it. We know that it's important. We know that it's going to be around for a long time. Microsoft are involved as well. Apple are talking about. There was talk before the iPad launch today of a Mobile Me, a similar thing with Mobile Me. Which yep. Mobile Me, for those who don't know, is the Apple version of like Dropbox. You can store stuff online, share your photos, large files emails uh, and they were talking that the mobile me was going to be upgraded for cloud storage so that the rather than having all files like your movies music and and pictures actually on the ipad you can store them up in the cloud and access them from the cloud rather than taking up space on on the ipad but that what we never saw that today but i'd say down the track that'd be something we'd probably see
1: all I would say is if you've got a Google Apps account and you like your Microsoft Word or Office, uh, download Google Cloud Connect, check it out. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech.
0: With Trevor Long and Stephen Fenwick. Now, we've heard a lot about iInet and their woes with uh, and the court cases they've been battling. Mm. Uh, copyright, you know, there was a consortium of studios that formed a case against them alleging that that they knew that their their users were uh, were breaching copyright by downloading movies and T V programs yep. and using their network. Now that was knocked back a year ago and this, the No studio, surprise the, the
1: studios appealed.
0: <laughs> well of course, yeah. The, the the Australian Federation Against Copyright Theft, which is AFACT for short, immediately appealed to the federal court and that was that was uh dismissed a week ago. So it's it's shown that it's a very hard thing to police. That's obvious oh, that an ISP cannot be responsible for every single file that their customers download. No. I, I think that the idea of that is, is ridiculous, and I think the, the AFACT had obviously had money to burn backed by all these studios. That, I think they tried to make a point, and they, they failed to make that point because the judges found in favour of IINet. Yep. Uh, I think trying to place that responsibility at the foot of the ISP, the internet service provider, I don't think it's going to work. And, and outside, outside the court last week, uh, the Michael Malone, who's the INet chief executive, said, "Look, he's happy to talk to people, to talk to people from the industry, from the movie industry, if there are ways of, 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 of restricting the infringement of copyright." Yep. But he said, "There's no, no one's found a way to do it yet." And to hold them accountable, I think is unfair. It, it, it's like. If you get hit by a car, suing the manufacturer of that car. It's Hmm. the driver of the car that, 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 that operates the car, not the manufacturer. So...
1: It's a huge problem for them, but the thing that everyone needs to understand is it costs a lot of money to make movies and TV shows, and so it's incumbent upon those creators to try and protect their rights, but I think in this case, they got it wrong by chasing the ISP instead of chasing the pirates. Probably an easier target, but um, that was their fault, uh, and they lost once again. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fenwick. There you go, mate. Two, two shows down, millions to go, uh, live from San Francisco. Thanks for jumping yes. on the line, buddy. Hope you enjoy uh, the rest of your time there, and uh, we all oh, look forward to getting him. hands I'll try on.
0: To, I'll try to not get depressed by the rain over here in San Francisco. Uh, you know, it's it's tough, but I'll try and enjoy it the best I can.
1: Tough job, but someone's got to do it. All the details of most of those stories and and plenty of details on the iPad 2 at techguide.com.au and you can listen to my regular podcast, Your Tech Life, at yourtechlife.com. Two Blokes Talking Tech available on iTunes and twoblokestalkingtech.com every week. Thanks, Steve. Talk to you next week. Thank you. Thanks, Trev.